welcome everyone. It's All You Geek Gamescast, episode 366. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. Ooh, it's and spooky edition game side. Not really. Kind of. Uh, and Tony Korkanakis. Although we can talk watch about our movie cast. We, yeah, Some watch scary our movie. news. Yeah. We did a, we yeah. did a whole top 13 list uh, on, the, on the movie cast. So hope you check that out. But anyways, welcome guys. Welcome listeners. Welcome viewers to episode 366 of the games cast. The scary part about this one is the news from EA. Reality. Yeah. Uh, the news from EA and, and what's going on with Star Wars. Uh, that's our lead. Um, I kind of just want to kick it off with that, uh, okay. actually. And right. yeah, basically they have closed down Visceral, moved production of their Star Wars property to elsewhere. Yeah, Question to mark? Vancouver, EA Vancouver. Okay. Um, and Amy Henning is up in the air where she's going. And also, this game yeah. is also not coming out anytime soon. It's now been completely. And it's not going to be mind. the game that we and thought. It's not right. the game you thought it was going to be. So I want to just real quick like read aloud um, this, the official statement from EA because they actually publish this on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have an intro paragraph, but then they talk about Visceral. Our Visceral studio has been developing an action adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. In its current form, in its current form, it was shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game. Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game concept with players, listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come, we needed to pivot the design. We will maintain the stunning visuals, authenticity in the Star Wars universe, and focus on bringing the Star Wars story to life. Importantly, we're shifting the game to be a broader experience that allows for more for more variety and player agency, leading to the capabilities of our Frostbite engine and reimagining central elements of the game to give players a Star Wars adventure of greater depth and breadth to explore. So... Sounds to it me can't like, be uncharted. It sounds to me like they want to, uh, yeah, they want they were uncharted make a, games are over. I, I think they were going to make a first person experience, and now it sounds to me like they're going to pivot and try to do a multiplayer experience. That's my good yeah, single, single player, single player, absolutely. Yeah. And this yeah. is what I've been talking about. Yes, yeah. the thing, the thing that confused me about this, which is why I thought they weren't going this way with this, is they have Battlefront, which is going to be there big multiplayer loot box or whatever game for however long there's even a single player aspect in that now so what is this game going to be that's going to differentiate it from that again be a shared world shooter it's going to be a destiny i guarantee it's going to be a destiny like game because that's what anthem is they're going to do that and they're going to have this well i don't understand one of those three if you guys not going to make it you haven't read blood sweat and pixels yet tony right (laughs) i i i need to get the audiobook version vision stryer does a thing on 1313 and that game like that game could have been this game this game could have been out and on shelves by now oh absolutely Uh, i mean it's funny because there's a quote in there where the guys from ea tell the guys from like lucas arts like what you think is happening here is not happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's like, are that, you... that chapter was crazy. So once Disney bought that, um, bought Lucas film and Lucas Arts um, in that deal, uh, all that shit went sideways. And again, like this, like how long has it been since Disney bought them? Like uh, this game could have been a reality. Yeah. Four years well, ago. I think it's interesting to note just for everybody here. Uh, I believe Disney. Uh, EA and Disney had signed a 10-year agreement for the Star Wars uh, exclusivity rights. It's been four, and they delivered 
technically two games. I would say one and a half uh, with the, the Battlefront games. Um, I mean, that's that's super shitty for Star Wars fans. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, there's, and there's been a long time, really, since Star Wars games have come out consistently now. It used to be the, all the time. Amy Henning left it, um, left Naughty Dog, Naughty yeah. uh, and went to Visceral to, to make this game, which was already in development when she yeah. left. So we've seen Uncharted 4 come out already, and the expansion to Uncharted uh, little, yeah, which is like basically a mini, uh, the next Uncharted game in the series, essentially. Uh, and both of those have been released already. <laughs> so, I, like, and they I redid think... the whole game that she left. So no, I mean, like, I feel bad what for her. What are they doing this whole, whole I feel time. bad for her, actually, in this situation. Right, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. feel bad for everybody at this room. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, everyone oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been working their butt off to make a game that's never going to see the light of day. Like, why are you knows throwing how, all this shit It could out? have been close to, well, maybe not close, but who knows how much of it was done where and now it seems like the fundamental like mechanics of the game are going to be different. It was two years away, which I don't understand. Yeah. This game was in development before Battlefront came out. Well, they said that they're keeping a lot of the... Um, the assets actual and assets stuff. and stuff, the animations. I'm sure the visuals, which we yeah. just heard them yeah. say. Woo. Yeah. So mean, I yeah, mean, you it, it, cost a lot of money to build visuals. I, I, I get that, but now you're gonna shoehorn it into something else, which is what happened like, with the no original. Room, there's no room for another Destiny game. There really isn't. Like I don't understand. No. You're, getting, you're gonna get a lot of them. No, I, I, I disagree with that statement, Jim. There's, there's, there's plenty room. of room for. Now, I'm not saying specifically Destiny, but there is plenty of room for games that use a, a Destiny-like model. Why would you come out model. with a competitor? Shared world shooter with Why loot. would you compete with yourself? Because you're, you're, the people that are necessarily going to buy Anthem aren't going to be the same people that buy Star Wars. I don't know. you got a sci-fi-like st- kind of setting. I mean, you I are I understand, but, it. but let's say you're a diehard Star Wars fan. You're not necessarily going to buy Anthem. Exactly. You're a diehard Star Wars fan? Star you're going to buy... Made. But right. Anthem's coming out first, Jim. Yeah. Or is it coming out at all now? <laughs> Maybe it'll get canceled. I mean, listen, I am a huge fan of single player experiences, closed experiences, and I'm very worried for the state of this industry going forward with everything going multiplayer. I, I told you, it wasn't sustainable. Well, Years. I mean, My I mean, dog's doing okay. Turn. We'll yeah. talk about them Well, later. hold on. Yeah. They're, they're a little <laughs> bit different. I, first party, that's where you're going to find your single player experience because the right. first party publishers can afford that because they need those exclusive titles to bring people in. They need their Horizons, they need their Uncharted, they need their Mario's, they need their Zelda's like that, with yeah. the, without question. Yeah. Third party publishers cannot afford that. They absolutely cannot afford that. You need to be absolutely perfect in not only how well, like how awesome your game is, but like just your marketing needs to be on point. Like just uh, it has to review well. I mean, everything. You Everything can't has sell to go four million perfect. copies because your studio will get closed. Right, exactly. It's it's n- like how terrible is it where a game can sell millions of copies and still be a financial failure? It, the, the I mean, yeah, we talked about with Square and Tomb Raider too. Like yeah, five million copies was even, this- even Andromeda. Yeah, and and that's and, and thank you for for transitioning to the next part of the conversation. So we have here an example of EA having a game that they've invested years of development time, years in development and, and talent, a known studio that it, you know has been able to develop, uh, deliver upon their uh, dates. Uh, and they cancel a Star Wars game that was, you know, mostly through development, um, known IP, and they just close the studio and cancel, you know. Because well, it, it's, not, it's not a known IP. It's a totally new thing. It's just using Star Wars as a license. 
It's totally known IP. franchise. How is that not a known IP? But because it's not like, oh, this is a. But it's it not doesn't matter. In the right. Is it going to have Star Wars in the name? That's all that matters. That's, not so all that matters. Yeah, it does. It does. It's not the. No, it's not. So you can't That's tell why me the difference buy the between. License, though, Mike. That's I understand buy the that, but there's a difference between like a series in a franchise of games that uses that and then something else that's not a totally different type of game. But it's so much safer, though. Like I know it's safer, but it's not like there's been a... Uh, this there is not like been a tons of Star Wars games. It's not a se- it's not but people don't, part like, of the franchise. You're giving too much credit to the consumer. Like <laughs> They don't care. They see Star Wars. That's, like, not, that's not the point, though. Because Tony's that's, point well, that is, is the because... Point right because Mass Effect, he doesn't think Mass Effect will come back because of this. Because it's not like Star Wars is one series. If Mass Effect it's come back, we're gonna get a franchises. shared shooter with Mass Effect. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's half- yeah. I mean, the single player experience from EA might. I I don't believe it's coming back. Yeah, I'm just saying this is living proof that Mass Effect, as you guys know, it's dead. It's dead. It's fucking I mean, dead. It's not news, coming back. I mean, the good news. No here, way. The good news here is is you can. T- trends change, times change. It could it could circle back to having a single player experience coming back around. So this is not like going to be the trend for the next t- ten to twenty years. It could change. Uh, it's just the right thing that interests see... me though is like I would much rather have an Andromeda scenario here. Like this game may be a mess, and I would rather have had it come out. Just put it out. Give me a game that I can play. <laughs> it's like, easy to say it's... that now, except if it actually launched and was. Why? Like, Why is that easier to say now? Because like, it's not coming it's... out. Like if it actually came out and was disaster. I mean, a lot of people shit on Andromeda. Bad. Sure, but it's still myself. sold extremely well. Way more than who played it. I played it. I played it. You played very 20, little. 20 hours? All right. Holy shit. What do I have to play to have, a, have an opinion of the game? You gotta finish it. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I mean... Anyways. That, that can be debated. But I'm just saying, I, in this scenario... Uh, I would rather have had that game come out. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, I, I totally understand. Like, I and see where you're coming from, and I would agree to an extent. Like, because whatever the difference here, had, though, just to be clear, because I do agree with like the statement that a delayed game will one day be great, where a rush game will always be bad. Uh, in this case, we're not getting that game. They right, already said we're right, not right. getting it's that game. It's being butchered. It's being butchered. They're taking the, the, the prime pieces this is and a putting it. different scenario. Right. It's a completely different scenario. And this is why, like, if they can't do that, if they can't make a single-player experience with Star Wars, with known uh, a known studio, with, with known talent like Amy, uh, if they can't turn that into workable a release People thing. People Dead Space. I mean, come on. Yeah. If you can't make that into, you know, a product, I, I just see no no hope at all for the Mass Effect franchise. Yeah. Especially now, I, I see where you're coming from, Tony. But I, on the other hand, it's like they're willing to cancel a Star Wars game. Like they're they're, they're willing to do anything. In my, in they my can book. do anything <laughs> with Star Wars. You guys that's don't the think. Thing. You guys don't Mass think. Effect now is wait, an established franchise. Only, that's the, my, what I'm talking about. The only chance Video about this franchise. The only chance about this is the fact that they're they're not firing Amy Henning. Henning, they're <sighs> moving her to another branch. I feel like. This with the with the cancellation or the hiatus of the Mass Effect uh, franchise, I, I I have to feel like they're going to give Bioware something like this now. Maybe give them a chance to do a Star Wars RPG again. I don't think Bioware is touching Star Wars ever again. I, it, I don't think it's their call. I don't think they want they trust them with it. 
maybe, but I just feel like this is aligning more for them to do that, have, to have any chance. If there's going to be any chance of a single-player uh, game from, from, you know, Bioware, for that matter, it's, 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 this, this, this would be where it's aligning, because they're both saying, in between projects. I'm saying you're not getting those single-player I know you're saying that. Yeah. If you saying, are getting I, it, though, you're getting a um, Shadow of War-style game where there are going to be loot boxes in it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just... Uh, I, I don't... It, it's possible, but I, I just... What we know of EA right now, I, I don't even see them looking into single-player experiences with loot boxes. Mm-hmm. Like, every everything about that press that I just... Re- yeah. Just re- uh, said aloud, that sounds exactly <laughs> like, hey, we want to monetize the shit out of this by implementing multiplayer uh, shit. Leveraging that. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Not even just like, oh, a forced you know, multiplayer component like Mass Effect 3 uh, you know, had. Like, straight up, like, we want this design to be, like, you play this with your friends. Like, Destiny. Yep. So I, I just don't see them spending the money to do a, a single-player focused experience anymore. I First of all, whenever whenever something's announced, I'm just going to be like, whatever, man, until it actually gets in my hand. <laughs> whatever, man. Whatever, man. Yeah, no more, no cool. more hype for me. It's going to be like, eh, good for you. Good for yep. you. But until I actually see it, it's not it doesn't exist because I was actually excited for something that you'd be working on in Star Wars that was an Uncharted style game. I was excited to see that, and I don't know where we're getting Uncharted from because I just Amy well, Hennig. She did nothing to do just, with the I'm gameplay. Saying, she had this like story. Well, the, the also the words were linear and story driven. Yeah, which I mean it does sound so much like something. And why would you like not? If you want to do an Uncharted clone, you bring the woman that brought it brought us Uncharted, and that's what they and did. That's ex- no, I understand. I'm saying like Uncharted clone. Yeah. I, you're you're going yeah. with a developer that made Dead Space, and like, yeah, throw Dead Space out there with a Star Wars like uh, sheen on it. That would be great. Like Dead Space Two was fantastic. I thought that was a great game, and then they ruined it with Dead Space Three because of all the whole freaking yeah. monetization yeah. of it. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw. Um, somebody came out uh, tweeting about. I think they were X Visceral. They said uh, Dead Space Two wound up selling four million copies or something like that. Uh, they spent sixty million dollars on just like the the budget of the game was sixty million dollars, and that was in what twenty eleven money, yeah. which is is huge for a video game budget back then. Um, and they still and it was considered a failure. Mm-hmm. So game came out, sold four million copies, and was still considered a failure. Um, they just and that's why we saw Dead Space three go in the direction that it did with uh, the monetization shit, and why it suffered as a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so it, just, I think I think the next step step forward for single player experience is something like Shadow of Mordor. Or Shadow of War. Jesus, God. It's so hard to... That's not the... Terrible. Yeah. Terrible they, they shouldn't have used Shadow of damn terrible naming. Yeah. yeah, and I heard that game, by the way, is actually fun. But I I, I think that balancing these, this loot box integrations is going to be the next step and making it there to make their revenues and let us play our single-player games. See, I, I, again, for, for some publishers like um, Ubisoft and WB, yeah, that probably works. But EA wants people to spend money consistently over time. They want something like League of Legends. They want something like Rocket League. They want something like uh, Destiny, where people, like, you have reasons to continue to come back for the game. A single-player game that just has loot crates, like, okay, great, you might get a couple 10, 20, 30, 50 bucks from a person until they beat the game. But if there's no reason for them to keep coming back and playing the game, what's the point? Well, there is an online component, which I think... What's the online component for... uh, It's um, basically Clash of Clans. You build up your base, and then you go Uh, invade other people's bases. Oh, God. I mean, good for them. Probably make a lot of money for them yeah. uh, if one took a while. But I mean, get 
get ready for it. That's yeah. that's the future of AAA gaming. Yay! Nobody's clapping. Nobody. No. Nobody else wants to clap this future. Welcome this future. That's why we gotta like hope that these like first party studios continue to make games that we want to see, like Spider Man and God of War and Last of Us Two. And Spider Man is War. never gonna come. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not saying I'm not worried about that now. I'm, it, yeah, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. When was the last time Sony canceled the game? That's true. At least they're not Microsoft or EA now. Let, let's see how EA's this gets. Imp- let's see how this gets implemented into that game. I mean, EA ha- has done this for a long time. I mean, Redwood Studios was another one. I mean, the Command and Conquer series is a oh, huge the, franchise. The list of grades that EA has done. Yeah, absolutely. There's Absolutely. a reason that it was You're talking about multiplayer the worst games. company in America for yeah. two years running. Yeah, yeah. And over this is Bank a of America. Yeah. Over Bank of fucking America. Yeah. Com- over Comcast, too. Yeah, over Comcast. Like, I, I just like EA. In the public, and this is like a public survey thing yeah. where like people like who don't even play video games understand that EA is a terrible company. Yeah, I mean, well. And they've turned it around a little bit, and we were giving them a little bit more like credit because yeah. they haven't they turned it around. Yeah, they were. And then now it's just now, like, nah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, and after at first, this Battlefront sounded a lot better, and then that beta with the like loot box like that was like, oh, wait a minute. Hmm. Although apparently yeah. they're saying it's going to be better still, but we'll apparently see. Apparently they're patching things like Shadow of War just got patched for a balance on that. So they're again, we talked about this last episode. Tweaks are going to be incoming to make this a little bit more balanced. You got to hope that it works because this is what we're getting. I don't think we're getting around this anymore. I really think this is going to be to make up that crazy. You got to figure four million copies is a good sell. He's like that's great. If you sell that many games, you should be making money back. But the the cost of game development is so high now. You got to come in with alternative revenue, and if that's loot boxes, then you know if I lets me play a single player game, as long as it doesn't interfere with my game, that's fine. Um, cosmetics. We go back to it again. Cosmetics. Would you but, prefer? Give, if, give me that horse armor, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you would you prefer if they didn't have to do this and games just came out at like a hundred dollars i i said that last week i would be okay with 79.99 but i don't know if that's enough maybe uh, it would have to be like a hundred dollars i think even that even close, then they wouldn't close the doubling it's not gonna be enough even they wouldn't they're still it. gonna want it they still want that now that they've uh, tasted this there's no going back no going back <laughs> just going back real quick um just wanted to like touch on visceral for a moment because like that that studio i Again, it still baffles me how you have a studio that's fully capable of making a game, mm-hmm. a, a decent game, and you just don't give them the, the chance to do it. Like, and here's the thing: I'll go back to Mass Effect again. I'm pretty sure that part of the re- the part of the decision to close Visceral was entirely based off how Mass Effect and Drama was received and done. I guarantee if that if I guarantee that Mass Effect and Drama had done better, Visceral might have had a chance of surviving. At least in in this, you know, the game might have transformed still, but you know, the studio See, itself might have been. You're going, you're going back to blaming Bioware for all of it. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent. All right. Do we I see mean, it still, it still lies <laughs> within. It still lies within EA's hands. Like, I'm not saying EA is not guilty. Like, it's definitely yeah, guilty. Yeah, but yeah, Bioware, yeah. They, Bioware was said, given. They whatever, have a big Bioware, graveyard yeah. of, of big studios yeah. that they've bought that they've closed. Yeah. And then, that, yeah, uh, Corey, I think you were going to say uh, one of the top, what, Dragon Age writers or whoever just left, right? Yeah, Mike Laidlaw. Yeah. Or Mark Laidlaw. I forget which one it is. Yeah. It is two. Mike and yeah, Mark. Although, although I think it came out on Twitter because a lot of people were using that to jump to conclusions. He's like, whoa, I left purely for personal reasons. You should not be looking or reading into this anything about development of Dragon Age or anything like that. So, 
But that's what he's saying. Who knows? You know, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. PR know. response. Um, right. Activision, you, talking about more monetization, uh, uses <laughs> matchmaking to sell in-game items. Who wrote this one down uh, here? It's not, it's not it's real not yet. It's not real yet, but it's signs of what could be. <laughs> so Rolling Stone put this article out there, and it's they, there's a patent out there for games to prioritize certain matchmaking scenarios where someone with a specific item will get matched with someone without it, so that person without it could see how great it is and would want to buy it themselves. Also, if you got, they would match you into scenarios where that item would be much more useful, so that way the item that you bought became much more valuable because of the fact that you're in a scenario that is going to be much more useful. So that's the patent that's out there right now. And that's just a sign of things to come. That will absolutely be implemented there's no way that's the problem i have with this battlefront news with the game in game items that actually make people better than you like without skill they're just their characters start off better than you because they buy it's a pay to win formula and that's the problem i run into this and that's kind of what this is it's like matchmaking you up against somebody that's going to destroy you with a better weapon and make you go i really need that weapon and going and buying it Uh or just uh even even if it's not like that even if it was just aesthetics it would still just be like oh look this person's got like the highest level like gear let's match him up with someone who has nothing so they could be like ooh the flames i can't compete unless <laughs> i have this shit yeah. i mean yep, that's exactly I, I gotta be the best the only i mean and the, the thing that makes this annoying is this is going to make matchmaking either less balanced or just take longer or both yeah so yeah, it's going to have effect on ma- the majority of different things for the player experience I mean, so, some of it does seem like, oh, it's just random, but other times it... I mean, it just makes you question everything, everything now. It's I like, wouldn't even play a game that implemented this. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even play a game that... that and that, the problem, system. though, is like you don't know how many games are going to start implementing this because they, they're not going to say. They're not going to tell you. No. Yeah. It'll come out though. I mean, that's the best. Oh, people will catch on. People, people will catch, catch on. People so, will they caught, they caught on to the PSX, uh, the PS Plus, you know, the, the crossover network play, the accidental thing. They caught on that <laughs> real quick. They'll catch on to this, trust me. Yeah. Um, it's like, whoa, wait a second. I'm yeah. playing with Xbox players? Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> um, all right, let's 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 finish up. The last bit of news we have is Naughty Dog's whole. We talked about Harvey Weinstein on, on the movie cast. Mm. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen. Great, great episode. We did our 13 movies as well on that, so go ahead and check it out. But this is about Naughty Dog and the allegations going now against them for sexual harassment. Uh, multiple cases. Uh, they don't have anything on record for the one person filing uh, that's saying they were sexually harassed. I, I don't have much of details on, on names, but... Uh, Jason Schreier um, really um, published an article about this, too. Okay. Um, yeah, Jason Schreier's been all over the place on Twitter, like, re- responding to this stuff. Like, he's following through with it pretty well. Um I think the most disturbing thing I saw was what you posted today, Tony, about the news, uh, the reporter that called for like a, uh, a source at Naughty Dog and was like basically propositioned for sex. Yeah. Um, so hold on. Before we get into that. So basically a former Naughty Dog employee came out on Twitter because of all the stuff that happened with Harvey Weinstein and all these people coming forward said that uh, he was sexually harassed. Uh, and again, this is all according to him. He went to Naughty Dog PR and Sony PR because they're one and the same. Um, told him about the harassment, and then the next day they got fu- he got fired. Um, and then apparently he was offered a twenty thousand dollar severance package or something as long as he signed an, a letter agreement that said he could not talk about anything that happened. Which he didn't sign. 
which he didn't sign. Um, and then, you know, he's been unemployed since then. It's been about 17 months. And that's basically what he, that's he what said started. on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously, that picked up traction everywhere. Twitter, NeoGAF, Reddit, all that stuff. Um, but the part that got to me that, that kind of is weird is this all happened on the weekend. So I think I have it on Saturday. On Sunday, Naughty Dog released an official PR statement that said, uh, we've read the things on social media of an ex-employee, um, you know, and claim, you know, these are the claims, and we have not found any evidence of having received allegations uh, to what he speaks of and stuff like that. So to me, like, I don't know, that just seems real, real sketchy mm. for them to, in less than 24 hours, on a weekend, no less, like, look into this properly. Well, I don't it, know. Just, it is a very serious Thing. I mean, no, it, absolutely. It could yeah. actually, it could actually be a good thing that they're actually. No, I was going to say, like, diving into. I was, yeah, I mean, if they're 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 looking into this as soon as they hear something, they're looking at it right away. I mean, I mean that, that tells me that they're, yeah, they're um, yeah. trying to figure out what's going on because if they hadn't had any allegations that they are aware of that we're you know we're talking about that aware of word, then yeah, I would hope that the companies would, even though it's a weekend, look into something like this because it is serious and it is something that involves people's well-being yeah no no absolutely i agree with that i just i find it really weird that I mean, you know they yeah you can they investigate it in less than 24 hours i mean i don't know about your personal i would hope they did though that's right that's i hope thing. but i mean i work at a very large company and anytime you know you have to deal with pr like hr bullshit like it takes forever mm-hmm. like it's like okay like step one and then you, you wait and wait and wait and then it's step two and then you wait and wait when, and wait when it involves- so I- when it involves sexual I, harassment, it's usually almost instantaneous. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I mean, you'd hope it would be, Jim. You'd hope. You would hope it would be. Yeah. I think that what they did, Naughty Dog did, was they saw the guy's name, looked it up, reason for termination, whatever's listed there. They were like, "All right, that's something that's not that." I, and maybe that, they that's did that, probably it. That's like, probably all they did. You do hope it is what I'm saying, but like, I mean, just yeah, and you hope I mean, it goes, and you'd hope there would be an internal investigation, right. As and far as what goes on, and that, that, that's, that that's the process. Time. I mean, I'm not gonna name any places, but there was investigations where I was working at uh, that this had had been, you know, accused of not not me or anything like that. It's just there was. I know that there was a process involved. The people involved were suspended immediately. Investigations were, in, you know, ongoing. It was instantaneous, though. As soon as it was reported, they suspended the person. How lo- right? How large is it? Took a how large is the company? How oh, it's small. That's very tiny. Very right. tiny. So. Right. I mean, not saying it's where I'm at now. It's just, I'm saying it's no, like, it's happened before. I know. Uh, I'm just saying that it was very small, small businesses. But um, you know, it's just like I saw that. Then I'm like, okay, that's very prompt and great. I mean, to see that happen, you're like, that's really prompt response. That's cool. That's good to see, like the instantaneous reactions, um, because you don't want to see like something where it was swept under the rug. And and yeah. maybe I'm I saw the exception. Maybe it is getting pushed under there. And, you know, and it, that's the yeah. problem. You're right. I I just feel like the the official statement was a little insensitive. I, I would have preferred them like, hey, look, we don't like we looked over the weekend. We didn't find any evidence, but you know we don't want to dismiss this entirely. We're going to look it out to it. We're going to reach out to, you know, uh, uh, Dave Ballard and, and you know get more information and you know follow through with this because of the following reasons: Naughty Dog and Sony Interactive Entertainment. We don't tolerate that kind of stuff. You know, blah 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 blah. Just I felt this was like super 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 businessy and kind of disrespectful. But that's my personal take on it. But that was just part of the yeah. Naughty Dog's yeah. woes because. Uh, uh, then the reporter came out basically because again, so 
this hit the news, and then Jason Schreier, you know, sneak press fuck from Kotaku, and I say that lovingly because no, that's yeah, his handle. He's been doing a great job. That's his job. handle on. He's Yuga, killing yeah. it. He's I, I love Jason Schreier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's his handle on the UGAF, uh, or his tag where it says sneak press fuck. Um, said he would investigate, reach out to some of his contacts, try to get some information. Um, so I think you know Kotaku released a, an article about it. But uh, in light of that, somebody shared that article on Twitter, and then this female reporter from I think New York City was like, "Huh." Yeah, well, you know, here's what I can chime in. And she basically said how when she introduced herself as a reporter, somebody from Naughty Dog uh, said, oh, are you like uh, a reporter from House of, House of Cards where you fuck all your sources? And it's just like, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So, not looking good. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> that's that's not a good sign there. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 it's. I'm glad this, like we talked about in the movie cast, it's, it, I'm glad there's people coming forward to finally in, to get this stuff out there because and, and, it needs to get cleaned up. If this is occurring like crazy, like what we're hearing, you know, it, it's unbelievable, really, how, how prominent it is in the workplace. Yeah, and it's, right, and, you know, I think Mike touched upon it. it it's not just Hollywood. It's just that's, no, it's just the, the, yeah. that, it, that's where, like, people see it and it's like, wow. Yeah, anytime is anyone has power right, or absolutely. advantage or a situation, they're going to take advantage of it. Right, absolutely, and I'm just saying, like, we need to look at this as examples of it happens to anyone, but that doesn't mean that we should continue to let it happen. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you know, there's been a lot of great movements that have spawned out of this, uh, these unfortunate events that have been occurring for decades, if not centuries, if you want to go that far. Um, so yeah, I just uh, shine a spotlight on these motherfuckers, and you know, let's get shit done, let's clean this, uh, these uh, things up, and just not tolerate that kind of shit anymore. I'm not saying Naughty Dog is definitely guilty. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just all around. Start, start just cleaning. Around. Yeah, just all around. Yep. All right. Uh, getting into what we've been up to, do you guys have uh, stuff to add here? I mean, Tony, what have you been – I know you've been playing Stardew, right? Oh, so much Stardew. Yeah. Over the weekend. Oh, man, I, I, I don't even know how much Stardew I must have played. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad to it hear it gets lot. good. I, I haven't gotten back to it yet, so I'm hoping to get to it soon. It's just, it's just one of those things where you're like, all right, like – I do this, and then you know I'm I'm growing some vegetables, and then you're like, well, shit, now I got to do this to get to get even more money, and then you're like, now I got to optimize my day and like plan out my farm and you know figure out how I want to mine because I need to get copper and iron and gold ore so I can make sprinklers so I don't have to fucking spend half my day watering this shit. <laughs> so it just like it goes off on like literally like you know kind of like life simulation, and uh, I, I hate that almost in a way because you're just like. It's like oh, I just got done from work. Let me go play games to to relax. It's just work. like <laughs> where, where you're just basically doing work. It's like oh shit. That's like, what I was saying <laughs> last week. Though, I was like that min maxings. Like you, you really don't want to get caught up in all that. No, no, I don't even want to get into min maxing. Just like, I, that's what I mean. Like that's it's gonna ruin you because <laughs> you're gonna start like opening up spreadsheets and you're gonna be looking up like wikis and it's gonna be like all right now I got this whole like outside of the game game that I have to to play. And that's where it's like, oh my god, it could it could turn into a very a time consuming and yeah. uh, like deep rabbit hole. <laughs> like yeah, you don't absolutely. want to go down. Um, it, it's but that nuts. makes you do that because it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's, that's, yeah, it's addictive. Because that's the thing is, the the game does a wonderful job of like that. Like one more day, it's just like because mm-hmm. uh, you know the thing is like some crops take four days and some crops might take eight days and um, you know some like the the game does a wonderful job of like events happen on other days and you know it just has an awesome simulation aspect where you want to talk to the villagers because you want them to like you so you can get invited around and you know if you want get married open up, and have kids. Yeah, open up different areas of the map 
Um, so it's just it's really awesome. It's it's so impressive for being done by I think like one person, mm-hmm. like literally one on person. For, yeah, he worked um, on it for a long time. A long time, long time. Um, Great so chapter that game book, was, by the way. Blood Sweat yeah. Pencils. Yep. Another shout out for Jason. Yeah. Um, other than that, I started uh, Near Automata. Or, oh, um, cool. Uh, Automata. Okay, yeah, I already said it. Automata, uh, I think. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I was like, because I played so much Stardew, I was like, I just need. I just need to kill some things right now. I just <laughs> need to like just go and destroy things. Um, so why not just destroy a bunch of robots? That game is really fun though. Uh, definitely has the A team from Platinum Games working on it because you can just tell right away like everything's just smooth and buttery and fast and uh, polished. Um, story is so weird. Like Jim, how far did you get in this game? I forget. Just that first chapter. That's, just that first chapter? Yeah, that's all I got so far. Dude, yeah. what the fuck? I Sorry, mean, it's just... I haven't been able to play many games recently. I I've been, <sighs> yeah, I've been watching a lot of shows. I just haven't really been playing many games. So uh, The story is just so weird and out there. That's um, what he says. I'm like, I'm a little weary on that, but, you know. It, it's it's a Japanese thing, but, um, I mean, I think the premise is interesting. So, like, basically, the events of the first game were aliens uh, invaded Earth um, and basically took over Earth. So... Some surviving humans fled to the moon uh, to survive and stuff like that. But, you know, over hundreds of years, the humans have been developing their own uh, robots, uh, androids, to go back to Earth to try to take it over and stuff like that. So that's what you're doing. You're playing as um, an android 2B and you're trying to uh, eliminate the alien slash robot threat on Earth uh, so humans can go back. But it's so weird. I mean, you see some shit and it's kind of like, you're like, what? the fuck is going on um not to be spoiled or anything like that but like you know first chapter you're, just, you're any any robot you see is just yeah i'm just gonna kill that thing mm-hmm. uh but the second chapter you get to this thing and like you just see these robots and like they start emulating like human behavior like they start talking to you and, and stuff and like a couple of them be like oh like you know run away like don't kill me kind of stuff and you're just like you're a fucking robot like not i'm not talking like a, a human looking robot i'm just saying like a cartoonish looking like boxy you know, imagine a toy robot like that's mm-hmm. what these things look like and they start talking in english with like human words and stuff like that and you're just like what the fuck is going on and then just crazy shit happens i was like i have no idea what's even going on anymore i'm just like all right i'm just gonna play this and hopefully see what sense. happens yeah hopefully, hopefully it makes it together sense. like an anime but i'm having a lot of fun in the yeah. meantime so yeah, yeah. definitely cool. very japanese uh ish but yeah that's cool. it all right Corey. Uh, just the usual same stuff from last week. Didn't get to play too much this week. So, yeah, Destiny, same. Stardew. Same here. Uh, Mike? Um, I went back into Rocket League a bit again, and I realized I was one of those plants because I've. it's been so long. Like, my uh, Time Machine skin that I bought, people, like, don't always have that anymore. So, it's like, oh, cool, machine. And I even enjoy in voice chat. I'm like, oh, you can buy it. So, wow, yeah. you're you're one of those. They're yeah, not doing, I'm a see, they're not doing automatic marketing. They're just getting mic. Uh, yeah, that's what's right. funny is one somebody in our Destiny clan actually broke his hand playing Rocket League because <laughs> wow. he got he got so frustrated. No oh, teammates. If he if I could change my his hand into the his chair and he wow. broke his hand, so yeah, if I, I can't could change guys. my name in the, in uh, Rocket League, I would change it to Salty Team Eight just because every game is just people complaining about their teammates more than like trash talking to the other team it's just like thanks teammate what a save and so there's that and then i've played destiny as well i am now to the point where it's starting to get annoying to me that i have no friends on destiny because 
I'm at like power like 269 or something around 270. I can do the things. I'm strong enough, but I can't because I have no friends. The good news it's is it's a like, very Xbox sad One situation. S is like 180 bucks right now. I'm not gonna it, get it just so I can play Destiny with like well, other I mean, people. There's other games you would enjoy, I'm sure. I mean, what? <laughs> it'll get to the point where you can justify buying that system for like that cheap, really. And rebuy the same game again. Well, yeah. And start over. No, it's not happening. You start over in that game all the time. No, you, roll, you, don't. you roll three characters. Yeah, you do. I don't do that. I stick with one. I'm not going to do that all over again. It's not that interesting. Mm, okay. <laughs> but uh, I am a clan though. Like, uh, like the God of Games thing is there to help you find a clan to join. See now, and that's, that, 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 is that what Sony, that is? Nothing explains anything in that game. If Sony would just what play is the God of Games? You can cross network play. I know. Well, fuck Sony. Mm. Sony has been fucking up. Lately, but what is the guided games? You do that either right now. Anyway. What does the guided games thing actually mean, though? Because it it just says it and it doesn't explain what it is at all. It just allows you to do like the nightfall with people because there's no matchmaking for nightfall, so it allows you to do it. And then the idea of behind guided games is that you know you play with a clan or people that are in a clan and they would invite you into that clan if they thought you had, if you did a good job or. I mean, I'm, I'm in a clan, but it doesn't mean anything. Other than getting clan like points or whatever. Well, I mean, just it just gives you options as like far as who's online. You can be like, oh, all right, guys, I'm anybody up for something. You know, you can just post in the clan. Our clan thing is like always popping with messages. Cool. I don't know if you have the app or not, Jim, but no, I don't post in there. So, um, <laughs> no, I don't. But yeah, that's it. Those two games. All right. All right. Well, that's, I think it's gonna wrap up episode three sixty six. I don't think we have anything else. So. Uh, like I said, listen to our movie cast. We actually did a lot of work with the uh, th- 13 movies, putting them together, totaling the scores up, getting a compiled list for us, which is what is our first ever compiled list. No, you could geek consensus. Sure, right? yeah, is that all, really true? I think that's our first consensus list ever. Uh, I don't know. The, if that's box, true the popcorn There was a long time ago. No, I think ago. we did all of that on our like individually. Well, it was, it was one list though. Oh, all right. Well, I thought we that was like, so. That was years ago, though. That was yep. that was, like that was before Tony. Four, yeah, that was year years one. ago. I we made one list. I thought we all had like top fives, and we just put them we all together. Spent forever on that. I think it was a, it was a while. All right. Well, hey, tune in next week. We'll have more on the. Uh, well, Can we do that now. for horror games. Can we do that for horror games or no? Games. Can we do it like five? Do you guys play horror games? Like, I, I can probably put something together for that. We could try to do that next week. We've so done it. We've had a post before on that. We so have we done it. Start. So we can talk about some stuff. If, if not, you guys can at least add your, your Silent Hills and Fatal Frames. Um, <laughs> so uh, tune in next week. Well, we'll, have, uh, we'll have a couple of um, scary games to play for Halloween. It is that week of Halloween. So look you know look for that episode. Uh, movie cast next week as well. Thanks for tuning in. Write us podcast at all you can geek. geek ah, wow. Write us podcast Whoa. at all you can geek.net. Follow us on Twitter, all you can geek. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks for tuning in. Zombie.